Hi, this is Alex, and you're listening to 15 Minutes with Alex. Today we call our regular and recurring guest, my mother, Viva, and ask her about housekeeping, I guess. Uh, We take a few circuitous turns, as Viva loves to do. Hope you enjoy it. I'm testing. And I'm testing, too. She has the shits, and so I said, don't say anything funny. Um, and she seems maybe not in the best mood, but we'll see, which could be good. Well, let's give her a ring. Okay. Um, and we don't want to do a little intro first? Oh, well, we're actually, uh, we are, this, we are doing the intro right now. Oh, we are? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay. Um, do you have the shits? Um, I do, I think from all the Trader Joe's food, I have just general illness of the belly, like just incredible swollen belly. It's interesting. It's similar to my mother in the Santa Ana winds with you, I would say, because she claims the Santa Ana winds make her crazy. But as we know, she's been histrionic since she was born and you have always had a belly ache. And so, but now it seems to be the Trader Joe's. Maybe you were, you know, is the problem. Well, Yeah. I, I I don't know why. I th- I just feel like with the Trader Joe's, suddenly I'm eating things I never ate, like little, like whatever Trader Joe could concoct, you know, in his <laughs> in his laboratory, like taquitos, like what he would just take some take some beans and put it in a talk in a taco shell well, and freeze it, and then people will warm it in the oven and. Oh, I know, like, now make little mini tacos. Why do you think Trader Joe's has so much frozen Chinese, well, Asian and Mexican food? Uh, He just aims to please, like, you know, and and aims to please cheaply, so. But so you're saying that the Asian and the Mexican is cheaper to make? Like, why not? Like, why? I guess... Well, no, it's like he could sell frozen hot dogs in a bun, and, but it's just not, that's not something that right. is, is fashionable right now. So he's True. like sort of trying to meet some level of fashionability, but also frozen and as cheaply made as possible. So like, oh, people want to have Mexican food. So here I'll just spread some black Although beans. Although the, the tamales are delicious. The tamales are good, but see, I think that that's a case of like the ancient meeting the modern. Like mm. the tamale is such an ancient mm-hmm. food that is like ready to go, and like you could hike. Oh, I've got to hike over the mountain, so I'll just wrap this corn and chicken in a corn husk, and like it's a perfect portable food. True, true. Um, I mean, so the ancient logic of that food then runs into Trader Joe who's just like freezing everything. So that one just works, you know? I think Trader Joe also has come up with amazing, like, so for example, when I got the General Tso's frozen chicken, a big bag of chunks of chicken with, you know, a mystery frozen crust around them. And then you put the the General Tso's or orange sauce or whatever it is on afterwards, like that's in a separate bag. Yeah. And you fry it up in a pan. That's what, what turned you over the edge, you know, what you felt really made you sick. That's, yes, I went Trader Joe crazy. because That I, was delicious though. Like that, that when it went, I'm just saying, just from a taste point of view, it worked really well frying those frozen chunks of chicken in the pan. Like it actually got very browned and caramel. Well, there's no mystery to that though. It's just sugar and starch. Like 
that's why like a Whopper is delicious because <laughs> the special sauce has sugar in it. The kids were like, this is a, the most delicious thing I've ever had. You put a potato bun around the special sauce and you put something that vaguely resembles meat and it's just sugar. It's just sugar and bread. Like yeah. you, the, that all. It's like it's like the way an ice cream parlor is always going to. So, people are always going to say, "Oh, it's delicious." So basically, like, that General Tso's chicken was like your holiday pie. Because what I feel like is in the during the holidays, if you have pie, and now during COVID, when you have the Trader Joe's, that puts you into a deep dark mood. It's actually like a COVID depression, and then you also blame me. And you say that... Well, just because you're suddenly having this... Tri- <laughs> we, we've managed to avoid Trader Joe for 20 years, and now suddenly we're at, you're having like Trader Joe Fantasia. I'm, a, I'm actually <laughs> because, even upset that we're saying Trader Joe so much. We should say... I'm going to call it Hater Ho. No, okay, but well, here's the thing too. is that I'm I gonna get... I'm going to call it Fader Bo. Okay, but I do feel like, um, you know, it was so freeing to just put cook the rice in the in our rice cooker then throw that stuff in the pot. I was like, this is the easiest thing in the world. And the kids love it. And then I made one fresh vegetable, a, a, a string bean, a steamed string bean. Um, right. But meanwhile, there's all these vegetables rotting in the fridge, you know? Well, yeah, because the frozen trader hater ho stuff is just so convenient. And, yeah. and it's a pleaser. It's sugar and starch. So everyone's like, yeah, hater ho. <laughs> like there would be, like if Trump was like, <laughs> And now let's all give thanks to Hater Ho. Like there'd be people probably marching to like celebrate <laughs> Hater Ho. Hater Ho will open the economy with this. With this. All right. Well, I'm gonna call Viva. All right. Let's see what Viva thinks. I'll bet Viva's been wise enough to stay clear. Here, of you have to do your hoes. Um. Hater Ho. I do feel. I do really feel the desire for a fresh salad. Me. Which I have, and I can make. Well, then you even started getting those pre-packaged hater ho salads. Oh, those were tasty. (laughs) Those were terrible. (laughs) They put just sugar on a salad. Oh, I guess, I suppose you can make your own dressing once you dump the bag of salad into the bowl. Where'd you go? Hi. Hey, we were trying to call you. I forgot. My landline's broken. I Uh didn't hear it ringing. I, I was soaking my sheet last night and a bowl of water and the receiver dropped into it oh no so can you hear us okay now i can hear you why were you soaking your sheets in a bowl of water uh uh oh for a thing i have with my toenails oh okay what like oh you're trying to fix vinegar and water hey viva as long as we're not on speakerphone it sounds good Come off the speakerphone? Yes, phone? yes. It sounds good when we're not on to, speakerphone. Then, have to, then I'll have to put the phone to my ear and get all the horrible electromagnetic vibes in my brain. Oh, yeah. Well, is it maybe oh, if it's just it. 15 minutes, that'll be it. Maybe that the electromagnetic waves won't work. Oh, no. Six, six minutes is all you need for brain damage. Really? Six and minutes? I, and wait, and I... And I did. At this age, it's probably okay to get a little bit in your brain. All right, we'll we'll call you back. She wants to get going. Melissa wants to get going. Hi. Hi. We decided we could call you back now. We were having a shit day. All the kids were driving us crazy. 
what kids and their friends um the neighbor kids and miko just in and playing outside just hard to concentrate and louie was having some issues and then trying to cook and clean and work uh, it was feeling very frustrating you need help i know i noticed tell me about it <laughs> tell me about <laughs> it <laughs> um what, how are you coping without housekeepers? I know you love your housekeepers. Oh, my housekeepers. Yeah, no, I, I couldn't. No, I don't love them. No, not at all. I loved the sister of Locano, <laughs> who, who had to retire with a bum knee back to Oaxaca. I had her for about 10 years. Her sister brings this assistant. I'm not using them anymore because I was just writing on Facebook how I found at the I I, I found her the assistant with a rag. First of all, my lymphatic manual draining massage massager. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, no, you can't have cleaning people in. Call them. Cancel it. This virus. You're not taking a job. Blah, 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 blah. blah. Wait, who's, your lim- who's your lymphatic massager? Lisa Ross. Oh, wait. When you said that, I thought you meant the vibrator that you always had that used to be in the top drawer that I would use to masturbate with when I was a kid. What about the vibrator and the massager? I thought you were you were saying the lymphatic massager i thought you meant the electric vibrator (laughs) you know who gave me that electric vibrator who um hold on i I better just tell the i had this kidney attack i had this terrible kidney bladder attack it turned out the tube between the kidney and the bladder was 50 percent narrower Genetically, I was born that way. Than the other side, oh anyway. Okay. He, he he used that massager on me, and then gave it to me. I didn't know you used it as a teenager. Well, you had a large vibrator, and just so not not just so the audience knows, not something to insert, meaning an external vibrator for the muscles. What are we talking yeah. about? Yes. We're but... talking about a massaging vibrator <laughs> for the muscles. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. No, no. This is a woman who does the lymph massage on your skin. You know, it's like... Yeah, I know what you're talking skin. about. Yeah. Okay. But so are you she still said, going? No, no, are you... Cancel. She said, call them and cancel. Are so you still going to see her? Said, the, no, the housekeeper's. Then who are who? Two of them don't even do half the job that one, the sister did, um, for half the money, <laughs> half the uh, twice the job for half the money and twice the time. Okay, and I always paid her more because I didn't think she charged enough. Anyway, so these two, one's in the kitchen spending like four hours in the kitchen, and I just found cobwebs. In, you know, in a bottom kitchen shelf that, that I was just had to vacuum the the shelf. The let whole me thing. let yeah. me just cut. Anyway, yeah. I let me just finish this one. Okay, yeah, okay. I found the assistant wiping. <laughs> you, you can't believe this. Okay. Wiping the tabletop, that wicker bedside table, mm-hmm. in between bottles of eye drops, the leaves, the lamp. She, she's wiping <laughs> like. In between what's on, t- on the table. Mm-hmm. So I said, so I said, wait a minute. 
and I got an empty laundry basket, swept everything into it, took the lamp off, and started showing her how to scrub down the table. That's when I found the egg spike brown recluse spider <laughs> egg pouch under the foot of the leg, wrapped around the foot of the leg of the table, not realizing it was an 45-egg egg pouch. I pulled it off and handed it to her and said, you know, Lotero, throw this away. Then I see the spider crawling rapidly towards her eggs, and I smash her. Meanwhile, I got the next night, I had like three thick spider bites under my neck. Oh, boy. Older. They're, oh coming, they're coming for you. I found more spiders in the kitchen. In it. So these are my two really okay, now, horrible This makes horrible me think problems. of uh, what we were saying about the British aristocracy and the weird, the who, prop. Who, who, who plays the role of the British aristocracy in this story? Uh, well, <laughs> I don't want to throw anybody Wait, under the bus. Mom, 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 can you hear me? <laughs> Yeah, I okay, I've got to say this. So when I said I know you love your housekeepers, I didn't mean you love your current housekeepers persons themselves. I meant you love having a housekeeper. Oh, yeah, because I can't even, you know how long it takes me just to wash the dishes? Are you asking me? Day. Boy, do I know. Um, I, my whole, what? I said, are you actually asking me that? Because I literally spent my entire childhood washing the dishes. Um. I'm, I'm okay, kidding. Okay, well, I don't have you. I know, I know. But listen, I need to so say I... something for, for, the, for whoever's listening to this who doesn't know you. We're not talking right now about like an like a upper middle class or wealthy. Imagine if that's your, if you, listener, have a mother like that, for example, in a clean, nice, you know, well-appointed cottage or house or apartment that you go visit. I'm going to describe to you Viva's apartment. And I don't think you mind this, Mom. She's Have an Viva artist. describe yeah, it. Yeah, I think Viva should describe it. Actually, that's a great idea. So, Mom. Every, every, uh, let me interrupt a minute. Here. Please do. Everybody, every woman I know who paints like I do mm -hmm. says, you, you know, you're an artist. This is how you have to live. And that's how they all live. Agreed. I and I was just about to say that, but describe your, describe, I would say, the average state of your, um, the, where you live, of your house. I, it's not exactly a house, I call it. What do you call it? A cottage or? I don't know. What a cottage. <laughs> it's just, I guess. I call, I call it a casita. casita. <laughs> that's good. Casita. A casita. Okay. So Little just house. describe Little to house. your okay. fans and describe listeners it. of this podcast. Okay, okay. House. But it's only 800 square feet. And um, I have, I, 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 I only like to work on my paintings in the back patio. The only reason I moved in here was for the view. Mm -hmm. When I walk out the door, there's a swimming pool in front of me that the assholes don't heat or refrigerate in the summer. But you share I the swimming to, pool, right? Yeah, I have to share it. But when Rosie first came here as a three-year-old, she got really mad because she saw other people one day on the other side of the pool. Nobody ever uses this pool except my It's my like a motel of casitas around a pool. But wait, focus in, Mom. I want you to go return okay, back the, into the, the interior the space. Mountains. Wait, the mountains in front of me, the, the, the San Jacinto Mountains, mm -hmm. and then I have citrus trees in the front. In and, Palm Springs. Uh, well, 
my allergies. Okay. I was just describing allergy shots, how my friend Richard should get them. Okay, so palm trees, uh, aloe, bougainvillea, um, you know, all kinds of fancy landscaping because these jerks who own this place are obsessed with hi- hiring new people. <laughs> you know, I mean, getting new tenants because people are always moving out because the, the interiors. Okay, first of all, the interior of this cachita <laughs> was, wasn't painted or anything when I moved in because these, these two guys who were working with the, at the AIDS clinic down the street had really fancied it up. We had lights in the back patio lighting mm-hmm. up the trees. And they had dimmers all over the place. And I said, aren't you going to... And they did their own paint job, which was which was weird colors of pale green on the walls, the worst mm. thing you can have on a wall. Mm. Okay, so I said, aren't you going to, you know, paint the place before I move in? And the previous owner, Larry, said no. Well, I was desperate. I was basically living out of my car mm-hmm. at the time. Um, staying in people's houses, staying in motels, um, on the beach, up in um, great. Now, I'm not. I'm not even going to say what the motel is okay. up, up up the coast because everybody will want to move in there, and they'll never be able to stay there again. Yeah, don't. They'll do never. That. Be, they'll yeah. never have any room. Nobody <laughs> will ever know what motel that was. You were. Yeah. In. You're saying oh, north I of your. If I said the name of it, believe me, everybody would know. I believe right? you. I believe you. So, and they took dogs. I had my dogs. I had my little cooking equipment there. I had my car right out in front. I was a block away from the beach. Amazing. It was, he- it was heaven. Sounds like and the I way the East Deck in Montauk I used to be. Then, you know who invited me to move in with him? Anthony's best friend from As the World Turns, oh. Hugo Napier, and, uh-huh. and then he got sick of having me, and and one of his all older women friends called me and hinted that I should leave, so I said, fine, I'll move out, so I okay. moved out, and, um, and I came upon him while I was installed in this particular motel and, and and he said well how do you like living, living all right now mom here? mom this is supposed to be mom <laughs> mom mom Wait listen to me we're in a motel this is supposed to be 15 minutes with alex <laughs> i just wanted to know how you describe the inside of your casita okay 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 i'm looking this is going to be at eight hours of it later which okay, i think I'm is looking... great but it just nobody's okay, going to well... stay for the f- conversation of the Nobody knows who Anthony is and Doggy Dog. Yeah, Gabby's father. Gabby's father, the villain. Okay, yeah, but nobody knows that. We don't say. But so, <laughs> all I want to know is how you describe the daily interior of your casita. How would you describe what it looks like? Okay. Well, right now I have one, two, three, four, five, six very large paintings stacked up against the wall of a narrow hallway leading to two bedrooms where I had to take everything out of storage because when they said it was climate controlled, it turned out it was a swamp heater oh on the ceiling. So I have all my photographs 
all my videotapes, all my stills, mm-hmm. all my manuscripts. And there's like an industrial bookcase in one bedroom and a makeshift desk. There's no room in there mm-hmm. with, you know, the printer and blah, 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 and the closet. And mm-hmm. then the other one has, um, oh, that one has, that one has a whole lot of manuscripts and photographs and boxes mm-hmm. and other things, you know. But you know what um, I have to say, Viva? Project, you know, Viva. just for my painting. And then the other room is all videotapes and piled up on one wall, paintings against another wall. I won't even describe the bathroom okay. piled with, with uh, expired medicines from the cancer hospital. Hey, then Viva. I have a bookcase. Piled with, I'm not finished. Then there's two paintings against the fireplace. Then there are, I've been doing dishes now on and off between people constantly calling me, um, which are almost, almost done. I'm on my second load in the dishwasher. And I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, um, uh, canning jars, those glass canning, full of paintbrushes, but they're all clean except for one, two, three, four, so about 12 brushes are in turpentine, odorless turpentine. And that table has maybe 40 tubes of paint on it, um, and most of which are missing the tops. Then I, underneath that table, I have a fishing box, you know, where you pull out <laughs> all kinds of spaces, spaces with about another hundred tubes of paint. Okay, so Viva. this is perfect, this is perfect. Um, what were you going to say, Nick? Okay. Viva, you know, I have to say, though, we do, now we're really getting our comeuppance because we, when we, like, for example, when we made Viva Viva and you felt that we were criticizing your housekeeping, we now get to see how hard it is to try to actually work and raise kids. Like we, Alex and I were in our 20s at that time. We didn't have any kids. And now that we want to actually like make some sort of art or something, we realize how you have to really choose like between being an artist or being a homemaker. Uh, it has no, nothing to do with gender or anything. It just has to do with you can only kind of do one thing at a time. Yeah. Yeah, but I was always a mess. Well, you I know? do. So I would say that you know, it obviously depends on, I do think there's a genetic tendency towards, you know, let's say a Cindy, you know, Sherman, my stepmother, your friend, yeah. is on one yeah. end of the spectrum, which is like, you know, military neat and organized. I didn't know, I didn't know Cindy was like my father military Oh, neat. I mean, I would say much neater than your father. Um very well, my father, well that's how i describe I'm no no sorry. he's neat no he's so neat bad. and clean your father but i'm saying cindy's even more than that and then i'm gonna say you're on the opposite end of the spectrum now so your father just had other people clean for him he never probably cleaned no, himself no, no no but my father had a he had an ocd thing that's what killed him when he was 99 mm. on his birthday he had, the people we bought our summer house from the one was a dupont maker of napalm and the other one was OSF, which was the precursor to the CIA. I think the CIA had their first meeting in that fucking house because I read where they had their first meeting in the Thousand Islands. 
of course, it could have been at skull and bones, but mm. I don't think so because that, that would have presupposed they were all skull and bones members. It was probably in our house. Anyway, they had these crumbling non-mortar little stone walls like mm-hmm. they have in England. And Dad had to, he bought four farms at an intersection on the mainland just to have this quarry. Well, he also had tons of sheep that all died from worms. And he brought in a sheep expert, gave him our bedroom, my, my sister's bedroom, and who what? gave me, you know, who, anyway, all the sheep died. Okay, so, uh-huh. so he had quarry. No, wait, he brought the quarry to build this wall after the seaway, no, after the Army Corps of Engineers blasted off 16 feet of that part of the land. And then he decided to mortarize all those crumbling stone walls in between the rock gardens and so on. So he fell against one of them, which is why he died a week later. Whereas if he had left the charming English crumbling wall around the flower bed, when he fell, he would have just knocked the Well, that's it. That's our 15 minutes. But so we'll have to return to part two of housekeeping during COVID as an artist and mother. And sheepery. And sheepery sheepery. and stonewall. Hey, Viva, have you ever been to Trader Joe's? Yeah. Uh, Would you give a thumbs up or thumbs down? I should say hate or hose. It depends on what you're looking for. They're good for wine, cheese. Um, esoteric stuff in the little freezing compartments, mm. um, large uh, things of produce, but they're not, they're, it just depends. I give a thumbs up on certain items okay. you might want. That seems fair. All right, well, yeah. I'm going to go shop for oh, my esoteric stuff in the freezer. I just want to hear about Cindy's neatness. I didn't realize she was so neat. You didn't? Oh, my God, no. no. It's, it's extreme. I've never been in. Oh, yeah, oh. I was. It's, it's shiny, shiny, clean, extremely organized. Um, I'll get back to describe it later, you know, uh, and uh, that's what one of her greatest loves is, is tidying up and organizing. But now we really do have to go, but I love you. And, and look, Cindy's really successful, makes millions of dollars, and I have been homeless from time to well, time. Well, that's what I would, be, I would be curious to know if... If you had millions of dollars, if it actually would be neat in the casita or wherever you lived or not, that, no. that would be the true sociological yeah. experiment. No, probably not. Probably not. Because when Ellen Kolevsky gave me that great big modern house, you know, to yeah. live in, on, mm-hmm. on Mal- in Malibu, mm-hmm. there were papers stacked on every surface. Um, okay, I think that's true. I'm intend to tend to agree. And the last thing I'll say is that when you were describing the housekeeper wiping around the bottles, all I can imagine (laughs) is the hell of being the housekeeper for your, uh, for your casita, because honestly, in order to not wipe around the bottles, you would have to get some sort of major industrial bin and, and take things off in order to clean the whole thing. So.
No, I did. I love you. <laughs> love you. I, I did. I swept everything into an empty laundry basket and started scrubbing the table. Oh, that is no, nice. Yeah, that well, is I nice. have one other problem besides being not OCD. Because yeah. I am OCD. Because when I start. Oh, you're definitely clean, OCD. There's no doubt about that. You wrote a thing about it that I just get into corners and start refinishing things and then I'm too tired. No, you're so OCD that you can't ever actually complete a cleaning job. There's always been a Muppet. You've when you said how long have you been doing the dishes? I didn't want to interrupt you, but I wanted to say for 80 years since you were born because the job is never quite complete, and there's always a like a mop bucket filled with water and the mop in the middle of the room, and and you're in a constant yep. monologue of what the appropriate way to clean is, trying to tell the other person cleaning how bad of a job they are doing. But I have learned a lot from you. I have too. My kids don't know how to what? clean for shit. What did you learn? How to clean. Um, I learned how to make an omelet when we lived. I remember when we lived in uh, Venice, you taught me how to not burn. Oh, yeah. Omelet. Right. You were making those dried up omelets, overcooked, rubbery. Yeah. Well, they. I mean, that seems not such a, I mean, they were edible. <laughs> 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 Sorry, I didn't mean to impugn your cooking skills. Right. But you did definitely teach me how to make those omelets a lot better. Well, thank you for recognizing my omelet expertise. All right, now well, the kids are screaming outside the front door. Yeah. All right, we're out of here. Love the kids you. are crying. To be continued. Okay. It's, the kids are probably right, running around at night and everything, because the whole thing's probably one great big hoax. Oh, uh, yeah, we'll get to that for the next conversation. I want to talk about the hoax and the conspiracy theories. Okay. Okay, bye. Bye. Uh,